This episode is brought to you by KitCaster. KitCaster books you on top podcasts. How do funded startup founders attract prospects and talent? Podcast interviews. How do entrepreneurs with exits find new deals? Podcast interviews. How do C-suite execs differentiate in crowded markets? Podcast interviews. KitCaster books you on top podcasts. Click the link in the show notes for a special offer. Celebrate good conversation. This podcast is brought to you by BitIRA, my affiliate partner. Uh, BitIRA leads the industry in helping consumers diversify their retirement accounts with cryptocurrency investments. Why BitIRA? Because they are among the most secure and compliant digital IRA solutions, guys, uh, providers on the market. Their uncompromising commitment to security includes storing consumers, cryptocurrency, and cold storage within grade V nuclear bunkers, uh, protecting consumers stored cryptocurrency with end-to-end insurance, complying proactively with regulations by using regulated exchanges and registering with the U.S. government. Every asset class carries its own set of advantages. Uh, the key is, is achieving your financial objectives and growing your wealth is understanding those advantages and learning to balance your investments across a range of appropriate asset classes suited to your unique situation. So per notice 2014 to 21, 2021 from the internal revenue services, digital currencies are treated as personal properties for tax purposes, thus making them eligible to be held inside a digital IRA account. That means that any gains you occur through your digital currency investments remain tax free until you withdraw them from your retirement account as a distribution. And here's something else that many people don't know. If you sell your digital currencies within your IRA uh, without taking a distribution, any gains that you may have made can be reinvested in other asset classes. In other words, your IRA does not need to remain entirely in digital assets to keep this tax deferred designation. The current cryptocurrencies you can actually invest in in BitIRA are Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, uh, Chainlink, Ethereum, Ethereum Classic, Zcash and Stellar Lumens. Welcome to the future. I'm BioChef T and guys, click my Bit IRA link, affiliate link right in the description to learn more and get yourself a free guide on digital IRAs. Peace. Welcome back to VecTween. I'm BioChef T, and today we're going to be covering the news. So uh, let's let's start off with uh, Coin Market Cap, guys. So here on Coin Market Cap, trading our top ten cryptos: Bitcoin, Ethereum, Tether, BNB, 
USD coin, Cardano, Solana, XRP, Terra, Polkadot. Uh, so starting with Bitcoin, we're trading at 41,689 as of the recording of today. Obviously, Ethereum 2,998. Tether, we skipped that. It's um, a stable coin. BNB is 413. USDC is also a stable coin. Uh, number six, ADA. A dollar and thirteen cents. Solana number seven, one hundred and thirteen dollars and two cents. XRP trading at sixty-seven cents. Terra Luna fifty-four dollars and fifty-three cents. Polkadot twenty-one dollars and twenty-nine cents. The market is in green. It's been in green, uh, I think, the last couple of days, rather. And it seems like uh, hopefully we'll continue to uh, see more green than red. But if we see red, not financial advice. I look at it as red being uh, a nice sell to buy. So uh, let's move on, guys. Uh, head over to my Twitter account, BioChefT, if you're ever looking for some uh, news that I am capturing and sharing with my um, followers. Uh, I have uh, today talking about, just an hour ago, NFL awards $1 million for studies on cannabinoids, effects on pain management in players. I'm actually going to be covering this in today's podcast today as well. Justin Bieber buys another Bored Ape NFT, pays $470,000 worth of Ether. Interesting. I have not fully dove into the whole NFT market yet, but I've been creating some NFTs that I'm still trying to figure out, uh, I guess, what platform to put it on. I'm actually kind of waiting for... Um, I forget the name of the company that's working with the XRP Ledger so that we can um, issue NFTs on that platform. Um, yeah, I have to find that name. I forget the name. Anyhow, um, kind of waiting on that to see how that plays out. Ethereum gas fees are extremely high and not sure if I'm going to go that route as of yet. Solana is another option as well. And of course, ADA as well so i'm still being patient uh about it but on the back end i'm just going to continue to honestly just build out a few nfts that i think would be um ideal for my platform uh moving along uh u.s debt hits 30 trillion dollars that's on uh cryptoslate.com if you want to check that out broccolini nutrition benefits the health benefits and recipes that I'm going to be talking about. This is actually on healthline.com. I'm going to kind of get into this. So basically many people want to eat more fiber rich greens, especially superfoods like broccolini. I freaking love broccolini. I love roasted broccolini. I think it's by far one of my favorite ways to actually cook it. it gets a little crispy on the edges. Super delicious. Um, you could sprinkle a little uh, tamari on it, you know. And that makes it that just sort of like it enhances the whole entire just experience with broccolini as well. But if you're not a fan of soy, you can lean towards uh, what is it called? Um, uh, coconut aminos. Coconut aminos would kind of give you that same sort of um, experience as well. Moving on, will EV charging stations at Taco Bell revive in drive-in restaurants? Actually, it's funny. I I wanted to actually cover this. Might tap if I get some time. Um, get into this. I did not mean to do that. Let me just close this out here. Oops. Open this back up and just slide this over here. 
wanted to actually cover this uh, in a minute. Uh, as you continue to go down the list, again, it's a cannabis and alcohol, the industry comparisons, uh, crypto breakthrough, Western states consider taking digital currencies, Politico, that's it's found on Politico.com, excuse me. So it talks about uh, proposals in Wyoming and Arizona to accept tax payments in crypto and other cryptocurrencies. So, I mean, we're moving further into this whole blockchain crypto world. So it's definitely going to be a part of our society. Uh, I don't think it's going anywhere. And you might not think so, but depending on who's listening, you probably are not aware of it. Uh, might be something you want to look into. So rare metal helps to turn sunlight into fuel day and night. I found that interesting as well. Uh, and lastly, and guys, you can follow me on my Twitter feed at BioChefT for tons of update around food sustainability. Um, but I, I like to cover stuff around food science and technology and technology is typically uh sometimes in the in the field of like crypto and blockchain but i do cover other technologies such as as, as you saw like ev technologies things that are going to be um moving the world in uh, a direction that could be a positive uh direction for the world and sustainable direction as well so sustainability is still for the privileged few very interesting this is on found on livekindly.co and I, last one, um, Thailand drops 15% capital gains tax plan on crypto. And that's found on decrypt.co. Let's move to uh, Healthline, Healthline Broccolini. Let's hear what they're talking about. Um, so Broccolini, nutrition's benefits and how to cook it. Broccolini, like I gave you an example of how I cook it. But bro broccoli, broccolini is part of the cruciferous uh, vegetables. Uh, and if you don't know, many of the cruciferous vegetables are known to have anti-cancer uh, um, properties in it that can help uh, at least prevent, I should say, um, you know, uh, cancer in the body. So I, I believe there's still studies around that. I'm not going to say it it does it exactly. I did something on IG uh, and I I did uh, a little research on uh, cruciferous uh, vegetables. And it is found that there are properties in it that is anti-cancer, which is great. And I think by incorporating a lot of these vegetables into your diet, you can help with prevention, you know, over time but there's a lot of things that uh takes place in someone's life that can actually you know prevent this there's a lot of things that you have to pay attention to you know sleep movement movement referring to exercising uh, stress levels um a lot of a lot of things you, it's, it's not just one thing i i would say that fix it all but it's a it's a accumulation of all these things together that would help create the balance your body needs and everybody's different so some people may need one thing a little bit more than others and all that stuff so here broccolini is again a cruciferous vegetable similar to broccoli many people love broccolini because it has a more uh, delicate texture than broccoli uh, even picky uh, eaters may find it tasty and it's easy to prepare but what exactly is broccolini and are there reasons to consider eating it over traditional broccoli so this article kind of explores that so broccolini uh 
is a cruciferous uh, vegetable as part of that family, just like broccoli, kale, cauliflower, cabbage, Brussels sprouts. Some restaurateurs um, and marketers sometimes call it a baby broccoli. This is this is an accurate description, though, uh, because bro broccolini is not the same thing as conventional broccoli. In fact, broccolini is fairly uh, it's fairly a new vegetable created only in the 1990s, which I didn't know as a crossbreed uh, broccoli and Chinese kale. Very interesting in an attempt to create a more flavorful um, bra uh, bra brassica, brassica, <laughs> um, brassica food. Uh, broccolini versus broccoli. What's the difference? Broccoli and broccolini are very similar. So uh, you, if you like one of these, you might you might gravitate to broccolini. While broccoli tends to be on the firmer side uh, with a thicker stalk and more uh, densely packed florets, broccolini is uh, more thinner, um, delicate stalk with looser florets that more closely resembles leaves. This means that you can actually uh, more easily eat the broccolini stems than broccoli stems, which are much tougher and could be more difficult to eat and digest raw. Plus, you don't need to peel broccolini stems before preparing them. The texture of broccolini is more like an, an asparagus than a broccoli. Broccolini also has a sweeter, milder uh, flavor than bro broccoli and cooks much faster. So some of the nutri uh, nutrients in broccolini consist of, um, you know, carbs, proteins, fiber, calcium, iron, potassium, as you see here, if you're looking at the screen, but if you're listening and um, that's pretty much it. The calories for about 3.5 ounces of broccolini is about 35. And, in, and with that, you get five grams of fiber, six grams of carbs, 3.5 grams of uh, protein, uh, seven percent uh, iron, four percent calcium, and six percent potassium. Broccolini contains an array of ma uh, micronutrients, including minerals like calcium and iron. It's likely also offer offers several vitamins, though specific amounts aren't known. So, health benefits of broccolini, like leafy greens, like broccolini, host a range of essential micronutrients that may provide additional health benefits. Broccolini and other cruciferous vegetables contain sulfur-rich components, compounds like uh, sulfur, sulfur, <laughs> sulfur, 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 wow, messing that up today. Uh, the compound behind many of its purported health benefits. Uh, so number one is uh, antioxidant and anti-inflammatory uh, components, compounds. Uh, number two may offer anti-cancer potential, like I was explaining to you. Uh, number three may boost heart health, which is really great. Um, blood sugar control, because eating uh, fiber-rich foods like broccolini may aid in blood sugar control. Um, yeah. So that's pretty much it. Bottom line is uh, broccolini is a member of the cruciferous vegetable family, a cross, be a cross between broccoli and Chinese kale. It's a good source of fiber, protein, and minerals like potassium and iron. It contains the compounds like sulforaphane that also are responsible for many of its uh, health benefits, especially 
uh, its antioxidant and anti-inflammatory activity. Eating broccolini may also support heart health and blood sugar control. Guys, link in the bio if you want to read more. We're going to move on to the next one. Uh, here on Live Kindly, they were talking about sustainability is still for the privileged few. Sustainability always seem out of reach. Um, and growing up, um, as the author is explaining here, Dakota Kim, uh, her immigrant parents were scrappy, innovative uh, small business owners who operated a shoe store, followed by a photo development, uh, photo development shop and then restaurants. A lot of evenings, her brother and herself uh, would do homework on their own, assemble leftovers of Korean um, food from the fridge uh, and fall asleep without seeing um, their parents who didn't come home until about 10 o'clock at night. So uh, she doesn't think that we had, they had it harder than most immigrants kids, but struggle, but, but their struggle for survival, which involved fending off racist uh, bullies, getting through the ferry, uh, rough middle middle school plagued by violence, cutting the checks for the utility bills, filling out our, their own uh, school forms and making good grades despite it all, didn't leave much time to stewing uh, plastic packaging or taking recycling um, seminars. So now that they're in adulthood, um, dual income households working for sustainable force uh, company, and she still struggles with the barrier to going zero waste and lowering her carbon footprint. The barriers for her have been both structural uh, and psychological from the lack of affordable, sustainable uh, initiatives to uh, marketing marketing sustainability style uh, when landed as a 17 year old at her elite uh, liberal arts university strapped with a mother loot of scholarships grants and loans she didn't even know the word sustainability much less than it meant this lushy green artificially manicured campus was where she first witnessed the cultural tendency of elites to value performance sustainability over invisible yet powerful and incremental increment incremental uh change incremental change chase um bleeding in took adjust bleeding in took adjustment uh, since being uh, crunchy meant wearing like a $200 uh, jacket her parents bought. And I mean, she gets into this whole uh, majority environmental studies and actions by survival orientated first generation immigrants. Parents strictly forbade from wasting wasting my time her time on uh, the, her view of sustainability as illicit uh, was uh, reinforced by the lack of diversity in the environmental cons- conservation leadership in the 90s from Greenspeace um, o- Audubon uh, Society an issue of the Persis today so uh, the truth is living a truly sustainable lifestyle takes a hard work 
time, money. Um, acknowledging this roadblock is an important first step to um, inviting more people in and creating lasting change. And so it's a pretty cool article. It's very lengthy. Um, here's another quote from her. It shouldn't take privilege to be more sustainable and governments need to radically reframe sustainability, making sm um, small victories more accessible to people of all social economics backgrounds um, making sustainability a part of the community building gave uh, gave her complete ownership over her contribution to the earth so she has some really cool quotes uh, great story sustainability isn't just about purchases it's uh, not just not just buying eco um, eco detergent or organic vegan meat. It's about being a part of the community garden or choosing to fly less. It's about cooking stem to root, making a freezing freezing stock, repurposing stale bread, using carrot tops, jamming your fruits, and fermenting seasonal vegetables, uh, just like her grandmother did, you know, back in the day. So really great information here guys if you want to read more i'm going to leave the link in the bio let's move on to the next one so here on espn.com nfl awards 1 million for studies on cannabinoids effects on pain management in players uh nfl is awarding 1 million in research funding to two means uh two teams of medical researchers to study the effects of cannabinoids on pain management and neuroprotection from concu um, concussion in elite football players. So medical teams from the University of California, San Diego and University of R Regina in Canada were selected from 106 proposals initiative by the NFL and the NFL Players Association's Joint Pain Management Committees in June 2021. And in quote, they're saying, we're always interested in trying to improve our approach and our treatment for acute and chronic pain in NFL players. And we always want to make sure that our players are receiving the most up-to-date medical um, consensus around any of these treatment treatments. Uh, NFL Chief Medical Officer Dr. Alan Sills told the Associate Press, so... Our burden of proof is really high for the NFL players. Anytime we want to introduce new therapy, we have to understand how the decisions might impact their well-being and their performance. We know there's been a lot of interest in this area, but we did not feel like there was a lot of great solid research on the benefits of marijuana, CBD, and treating acute and chronic pain. So that's why we wanted to try to contribute to the body of science in this area pretty cool so dr kevin hill the director of um of addiction uh at beth beth Israel, uh the um uh, medical center and a permanent cannabis researcher and author is the co-chair of the nfl nflpa joint pain management committee He'll explain why there hasn't been much research on this topic. So in, well, this is a pretty big quote, but listen, 
one reason is that the DEA scheduling the cannabis makes it harder to do its research, but the main reason is the stakeholders really aren't interested in advancing the science. Hill told the AP that you have to state uh, you have states and uh, companies that are making a lot of money selling cannabis product products, selling CBD products right now. So they don't feel the need to prove the efficiency of these products and the millions of people are using them so that that's the uh, I just lost myself. I'm sorry. I'll prove the efficiency of these products, millions of people. So the healthcare professionals and organizations that really care about the health and safety of our uh, consistent uh, the players in this case. So uh, we really want to know, um, do they actually work? You know, they get into that whole thing right there. I'm not going to read all that. Um, but yeah, so the bottom line is the million dollar research is uh, the million dollar research grant is a progressive move by the league to better understand and improve the alternative pain management treatments. Many NFL players over the years have inquired about the benefits of cannabis and cannabinoids. Several former players are involved in medical cannabis businesses or business and have either started to uh, their own sort of brand invested in companies or been hired as an ambassador. Let's move on. That's great news, by the way. So will uh, this is I'm not going to read all this, but I found this really interesting. Will EV charging stations at Taco Bell revive the drive in uh, restaurants? So <laughs> that's interesting. I wonder if that's actually going to be something. So six of these fast, fast. Wow. Look at that. If you can see the picture. Um Six of these fast chargers built by EV charge charging um, specialists tried them uh, and using software by California based startup ChargeNet are set to be installed in the parking lot of Taco Bell's San Francisco locations at the end of the month. So this article came out not too long ago, January 20th. Um, so, well, this is probably already up and up and going. So the stations are occupied six spots while the um, while the integrated solar panels will take up an additional 10, uh, the installed, the charging stations will be capable of providing about 46 miles of range in 10 minutes. This isn't bad considering that the typical fast charger can add up to about a hundred miles of range in most electric electric cars in approximately 35 minutes. So that's that's really fascinating <laughs> to see where this goes. Well, we are definitely going like all electric everywhere. I mean, it's definitely good for uh, the carbon footprint for sure. One second here. I gotta plug my computer in. Battery's low. Wow. <laughs> Speaking of charging, right? All right, so uh, we've been driving gas guzzling cars for over a century. The widespread embrace of the automotive, auto, um, automobile, <laughs> automobile, automobile, oh jeez, by Americans uh, changed every everyday life. Uh, it gave people more personal freedom, 
access to uh, new jobs. Um, local government invested in highway design and helped pave the way to uh, rebellious teenagers. Okay. Uh, it also sparked the popularity of hamburgers, french fries, and milkshakes. As the automobile industry took off, roadside diners and, uh, that serve uh, uh, quintessential uh, part of American cuisine blossomed and became part of an, a popular culture. And naturally, many of these uh, quick serve restaurants also had gas stations uh, so travelers could actually fuel themselves and their cars. But car cars use fossil fuel as we all know and one of the key uh, drivers of human caused climate change the average passenger uh, vehicle emits uh, 4.6 metric tons of carbon dioxide a year assuming that it's driven around 11,500 miles per day giving up cars isn't a realistic option for a majority of the people but a move towards electrification would greatly reduce emissions. So EVs have been around for more than 100 years, but it wasn't until recently that they're experiencing a jump in popularity thanks to growing climate uh, consciousness. Uh, sales are at an all-time high. Even the big three American companies, Ford, Chrysler, and General Motors, are going all in on gas-free cars. Last August, President Joe Biden announced uh, an ambitious goal to make 50% of U.S. passengers' cars electric by the end of end of the decade. What is what does this all have to do with uh, charging stations at Taco Bell? It in a, in a way, it's reinventing the roadside diner gas stations combinations. Uh, the fast charging stations at the San Francisco Taco Bell locations are thanks to a recent 6.2 million funding round closed by ChargeNet earlier this month. But this is just the start. More than 70 Taco Bell locations plan to add charging stations in their parking lots this year. That's amazing. Pretty cool news here. If you guys want to read further, check it out right here on livekindly.co and lastly on politico a crypto breakthrough western states consider taking digital currencies uh so the dreams of crypto enthusiasts inch closer to reality in recent days as lawmakers in wyoming uh, and arizona put forward proposals that would allow those states to actually accept tax payments in form of digital currency. The new proposals and others like them around the United States threaten to enroll a key uh, distinction uh, upholding this um, supremacy of the U.S. dollar uh, would be digital uh, comp um, competitors. Uh, Americans can use U.S. dollars, but not cryptocurrencies to pay their taxes. So under their Arizona proposal, the state would recognize most popular cryptos, Bitcoin as a leader, a tender, a, le a legal tender, excuse me, Bitcoin as a legal tender. The YME proposal, which is not limited to any specific uh, cryptocurrency, would apply only to sell and use taxes would apply only to sales sales and 
and use taxes. Okay. Both proposals face potential legal and political hurdles. Um, but Wyoming has gone further than any other state in passing laws to accommodate cryptocurrency adoption and backers of the proposal there believe it would be the first state to take a significant step in the realm of tax payments. So the Wyoming uh, efforts also offers a window into some of the forces of vying to shape the future of digital money, namely big retailers and veterans of the commercial banking industry. Pretty cool. We are definitely moving in the direction of, here we go, the Arizona bill. According to, uh, we're definitely moving in, in the direction of, um, of adopting, excuse me, oh geez, adopting cryptocurrencies. So uh, the Arizona bill, according to the to gray faces a greater risk of being deemed unconstitutional because it's the, it seeks to uh, designate the crypt a cryptocurrency as legal tender. This has broader implications than the Wyoming proposal, which is limited to tax payments. Uh, he said it is unlikely that the courts would actually uh, strike down Wyoming's proposal on constitutional grounds, in part because the president. Um, President um, permitting, uh, permitting privately issued money and in part because any such ruling would have implications for existing tax credits systems used by the state. So instead of uh, as the federal government gears up for more extensively regulate cryptocurrency, Gray said Congress could simply pass a law banning the practice. Interesting. So we'll see where this goes. All the links is in the podcast description, as you know, or in the description of whatever platform you're listening to this. Uh, and if this is up on YouTube, it's also going to be in the description as well. All right, guys, you guys uh, catch you guys on the next one. I'm BioChef T. And thanks again for joining me right here on VetTween. Peace. Oh, thank you. This episode is brought to you by KitCaster. KitCaster books you on top podcasts. How do funded startup founders attract prospects and talent? Podcast interviews. How do entrepreneurs with exits find new deals? Podcast interviews. How do C-suite execs differentiate in crowded markets? Podcast interviews. KitCaster books you on top podcasts. Click the link in the show notes for a special offer. Celebrate good conversation.